Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listen to Game Time Decisions every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. For one reason or another, usually about 5 to 10 minutes before the show starts, my phone starts uh, ringing or texting. Never good news. No. I've never once been to the studio where somebody's texted you, I got money for you, I got a treat for you, it's you owe money. Creditor left his number. This guy's hustling. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll give you four thousand for a horse that used to be worth eleven. Okay, sounds good. What the hell happened the other night? Why are you melting down, throwing vacuum cleaners? Oh yeah, exactly. Hey, let's say, well, because we get bad news all the time. Yes, maybe because, that's why. Exactly. It's, and, 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 and by the way, Gabe, it's not a Dyson. It's okay. It's, 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 yeah. it's twenty twenty eight dollar vacuum. It's yeah. a mini vac. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's not even very good, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> trust me, man. I got, I got absolutely yeah, Gabriel, smoked last night. I'm but. Gabriel Moretti. <laughs> He's uh, Cam Stewart, Red Heat and uh, Rage. Game Great. Time Decisions Radio. Great call on the Capitals, but uh, yeah, I threw it all down on the. I go, yeah, the Raptors money line. Uh, the Raptors. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, here we go. I don't Thanks. want to start dropping f bombs here, but they can go screw themselves. They can, man. What a gutless, gutless performance in a in a game that you had to win to extend the series. I've never seen a team tap out, and even at the end of the press conference, Renzi. Cleveland's got our number. Like, you know, like, like that's a professional athlete. Like, what, what are you, a kid in the schoolyard? Like, oh, my God. Just just watching these guys almost cry. It's like, yeah, I think like come the, on, uh, man. I think the um, they have LeBron James and we don't is getting a little old. I agree. You know what? I don't mind losing. You can lose the series. Not like that. It was absolutely pathetic. Was it the first time, uh, was it 49 years, one, one seed to get swept? As a hardcore fan, it was hard to watch. I watched uh, until the final moments. Um, like I said, it's like watching yourself get beat up. It's like, uh, you know, somebody has a, a videotape of you getting, uh, you know, uh, the crap kicked out of you when you were a kid. I have one of those. <laughs> I won I won the first five matches. Oh, yeah, we went to a camp. It was Halliburton Hockey Haven. Well, you had some sort of fight. Yeah, club actually, I, lo- I lost to a guy from New York in the finals. We used to, it was called Fight for Your Bunk because our counselors were psychos. So basically, you, you'd go up to a guy. We'd have like a round robin kind of Bellator fight, but we were camp kids, and we fist fighted each other, and the guy moved on, and I lost, <laughs> I lost to a guy from Nassau County to get the best bed in the, in the dorm room. Yeah. Great, great, great week of hockey there at Halliburton Hockey Haven. What Beat up your roommates. And it's on film. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. The, these guys are, Sounds like a great camp they're well, running over They're a there. bunch of psychos. <laughs> Mike Gardner was the guest NHLer. Great guy. He didn't know we were killing each other in the cabins. That, that never got mentioned to him, Gabe. But anyway, uh, maybe the Raptors should get beat up. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, like, you're watching, uh, it's like watching your ex-girlfriend have sex on tape. Ooh, that's, uh, that, like, that what, sounds yeah. rough. Yeah, it's like watching the Raptors play. Just gave me some instant heartburn there. That, yeah, actually, I know. that one really, actually, when you said that, I just, it just kind of cut, thinking, oh, God, that would really hurt. Yeah. Anal, too. Yeah. Not missionary. Yeah, like the worst. The worst kind of sex. Yeah, that, S&M, that's an M anal. That's, uh, you know, that, that's what it was like uh, being a game, too. Oh, last night, yeah, just, just beyond bad, but. So the same guy actually uh, was saying that Jenny Finch isn't that good. Remember Jenny Finch? Oh, yeah. The U- US, USA pitcher? National. She's a chucker. He's all like, I could hit Jenny Finch. I'm like, you couldn't hit Jenny Finch. I'm like, you couldn't. No, there's no, no way in hell. So I actually tracked down, and we got to give credit to uh, to Orville Bronstetter, actually. He could track down God. Yeah, he should be a PI. <laughs> That's a great call. So he'd be we, a good yeah, sleuth. We actually, <laughs> <laughs> well, he knows like his black book. There's people in the business that know people. Orville through through the years, the black book that he built. Like you said, like you used to randomly throw like a football player you'd like. Gabe, I got him. Like and I, I worked with a lot of guys who, not even close. Like he got you like five star dudes. So all he got the us the um, one of the top. Top uh, junior oh, yes. female softball yes. pitchers in Canada. Oh, yes. She was basically like a 14, 15-year-old girl, except she was like a little Jenny Finch, man. She threw heat. Big time. And um, 
He did not get a single hit off of her. I think he actually had one foul tip. All the rest were straight up whips. He, uh, he had a few. He had two or three foul balls, but not like solid shot foul balls, like whiff, <laughs> whiff tips. Like just, yeah, whiff tips <laughs> off home plate. He one hopped one off the plate type of thing. But yeah, and he looked bad doing it. He looked bad doing it. Now, I remember telling you that I could stop. Uh, I could stop uh, Cassie Campbell from the blue line. A <laughs> hundred out of a hundred. I think you know what I think that thinking about that that makes a lot more sense. You doing pads in the goalie like she, at, at worst I think you'd let in one or two. But 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 that was years ago, and I will state now some of those chicks on the U.S. women's team they were teeing it up, Cam. Like in the old days, let's be real, man. They were butterflies. <laughs> yeah, you, you could sit there. They were floaters. Ding, ding. They were they in your were, glove. They were floaters. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You'd nope. see you'd see them coming in. Listen, my uncle played for the Edmonton Oilers and the Quebec Nordiques, but I actually uh, went on the ice against the Oilers. Uh, not Wayne Gretzky, but a bunch of the Oilers. And uh, I was in net, yeah. and they lined up at the blue line. Like the Lee Fogelin Oilers. Yeah, like they, they lined up at the <laughs> yes. blue line, and they started teeing off slap shots at me. Yeah. And most of them were missing the net, you know, and they were shooting at my head and stuff. <laughs> and I was a kid, Cam. I was like 11 years old, 12 years old. My grandfather was there. And I remember, I never forget my grandfather yelling, he's just a kid. He's just a kid. Hey, hey, stop going for the head. It's like ding, ding, like off the glass behind me. I thought it was so cool. And that was, yeah. And you said it, though, today, you, you see the composite sticks, the way things are right now. Like, yeah, those ladies are really teeing it up. It, it would be but tough. honestly, like, so we, if we, I could pitch, but I wouldn't get through the inning. No, like. Maybe after, like, 13 runs are allowed or something like that. But baseball is weird, Cam. It's sort of like Tim Wakefield. You and I can throw it as strong as Tim Wakefield, except he's got more movement on it. He, uh, movement? The, guy, the guy's throwing knucklers Cam, and stuff. We can't do that. Cam, it's hard to hit a baseball it is. out of the park that's only hit, that's only thrown 50 miles an hour. Yes. So if, but, 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 if I'm throwing it as hard as I yeah. can, they're lightening it. It's going to be hard for them to smoke it because it's like batting practice. Yeah, like I understand. The home run derby. But when you got the old guy that's yeah. just like throwing lame balls in there, it needs to be the right amount of speed. Listen, Cam. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this week hit two opposite field home runs off a tee. I'll tell you what. Off a tee, Gabe. Not, yeah. not even coming in at like 30, 40 off a tee. No, I'll tell you what. moving ball. There's no way in hell I would even want to stand on a mound and throw a pitch. To Are you kidding guys. me? Guy, I get my head taken guy off. puts you back a, line, a, a liner right to your... No, in our luck, we get a liner to the melon and like yeah. almost die out there. Like a big league pitcher yeah. is actually athletic enough to dodge it. You and I are dead. We're like moose on the middle of the road. Exactly. Like, we're done. I still do believe I could beat Bartolo Colon in a 100-meter dash, though. I will go on record and say that. Your speed was impressive, actually. In jeans, too, on a spur of the moment. In jeans! I gotta tell you. I was very fast in high school, Gabe. I gotta like, tell you. I don't want to sound like Al Bundy, but I get around that corner for a few sacks. I'm gonna tell you, though, <laughs> that was like the worst and most organized 40 I've ever seen I, in my I life. I agree. It I like highly question their time. I think it was at, a 60. And it wasn't even 40. It was 55, 60. It, it was way longer. 40. They were like, was, I don't know, we think it's 40. Like, that is it's not, not 40. 40. It's it longer than 40. I know, because I ran a 40 before. It was definitely longer. Got to hand it to our old boy, Camera 2 Drew, though. He kind of looks, you know, he's got that face. Hey, guys. But you know what I mean? He can he, he can move. He's, he's pretty quick. He's in, he's like 26 years yeah, old. That's, yeah, yeah, we got uh, almost 20 years on him, yeah. <laughs> I felt good, but I'm going to be honest. I actually managed to somehow oh, pull something, injure sure. my rib slash back cam on like the first 10, 20 yards. I know. You know what the worst like was? I actually injured myself. <laughs> I pulled, I pulled, like, I was sort of hobbling. Yeah. Like, I actually got injured running a 40. I'm hey, not going to lie. Oh, I did I too. Injured. I w actually, I remember we came back and go, oh, my leg and back hurts. I had to have a hot shower. I'm like, we only ran it twice. Like, that's the thing. We're brutal. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> let's just, like, let's just stick to doing this. It's like when we went golfing, man. I didn't feel good for like two weeks. Oh, I know. I, I got sunstroke, blisters, <laughs> tapping out. If there's, I don't, I don't think there's any, like, one pro sport that we could actually hang. No, there's not. No. I think, honestly, my best chance would actually be as an NHL goalie only because the equipment is so big and you just sort of get lucky and a puck would hit me. I'd just sort of be there and – but, you know, football, I'd get massacred and murdered. We both played hockey. Like, you played – you played, did you play junior? I played AAA when we were younger. So I got to believe – 
like I, I watch guys on TV. The one thing I have, Morency, is hands. Like I look to watch a lot of these guys, but they're double or triple as fast skating. Like I could start from center and they'd catch me at the end. So obviously I can't play. But the one thing that frustrates me about hockey guys now is we used to play street hockey, morning, moon, noon, night, skip school to do it, lie to your parents. You say you're coming home to watch the Flintstones and get food. We'd go like play every team in the NHL. You're the Whalers, we're the Nordiques and go through it. Like I think it's a different training set. Like you, you watch guys. Sure, they're amazing and they score, but some guys have really bad hands. Like they're, it's actually weird. I'm like, man, you'd be good. You you skate like the wind, but you can't put the puck in the net. The level, though, the level to be an that's NHL the thing. Hockey that's players. the thing. The speed we can't even comprehend. You need to skate like um, we can't even run forty for a forty. No, what are we gonna do? Skate with these guys? Yeah, it's it's another level, dude. Like like look at like if, I, like, like if they, I started at center. Connor McDavid, probably the fastest skater in the league. He'd, 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 yeah, he'd beat me easily. And I, and I used to play that. Like, yeah, he is I wish, fast. I know, we should These con- are things we should do. We should contact the Make-A-Wish Foundation and uh, ask. <laughs> I don't know. Say, Cam's, got a, Cam's got a bowling ball in I don't his know, stomach. I don't know if anyone else can make it happen, but <laughs> yeah, I think it, it would be gold <laughs> that if I was the goalie and you were the defenseman, and Connor McDavid comes in full speed, like on a and break. Try to, t- try to take him out. Well, yeah, he just spins, goes around you. You fall on your ass, and then uh, I don't know. He makes me look ridiculously uh, stupid. You used to play basketball, but that like just that's another thing. Those guys no, just yeah. say, yeah, it's just no, um, dude, dude. This isn't Keith Van Horn at the three on three tournament here. <laughs> Did your buddy go up to Keith Van Horn and uh, get into it? You guys are the dirtiest team I've ever seen. It's a true story. It's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> we were at the NBA hooping up and. Uh, it's a competition, and you know, oh, there's like good kids there and stuff, and and um, we weren't very good, but it was in the heyday of like the Knicks, right? You guys were the nasty boys. Yeah, so we actually wore like New York Knick uniforms. That's <laughs> I'll be honest, with you, I just had the Knicks shorts. I did nice shorts. Nice. The Knicks shorts are nice. I did the Knicks shorts and a Pimps, Players, and Hustlers T-shirt, like with this NBA logo, and. Um, so, yeah, okay, but we did everything that basically is, like, everything that I complain about players doing. Like, when I see, like, LeBron stepped on someone's ankle <laughs> deliberately, I'm like, man, that's so Bush League. I'm like, man, I moved. that was my go-to move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that was, like, one of my go-to moves. All kinds, like, we'd push people in the back. Uh, I have very bony elbows. Yeah, nice and sharp. I'm not afraid to use them. File them. Oh, yeah. I'd always be swinging elbows. Out. Love a sharp elbow. Accidentally swinging an elbow cam. You know what I'm saying? Rebound so, jaw. Yeah, so basically, well, I told the story, actually. man. I actually slapped this dude in the face, man. This brother. He wasn't too happy. And he told me, I'm going to get you. I'm going to He told me, I'm going to get you. On the next play, he punched me in the nose, and he broke my nose. Wow. My nose was all yeah, wobbly. You got a little couple bends there. like Yeah, it was wobbly, and the blood was dripping out. And you know what I did? I drank my blood. I gargled it, and I spit it at his feet. And I said, let's ball. I said, let's ball. Let's go. Let's ball. And uh, that's when uh, that's when Keith Van Horn intervened. Oh yeah, he's he's like this is getting out of control. Keith Van Horn was called over, <laughs> and uh, he you know he was the, <laughs> the ambassador. he was the ambassador of the NBA. <laughs> the three on three turn. Yes, I remember. He used to do the commercials. Hi, come meet me, yeah. Keith Van Horn. Well, each city has uh, like Nets. a different NBA guy yeah, there, right? Exactly. So so Keith Van Horn was there where we were there when he was on the Nets. Oh man. And uh, so he's bitching at us, and uh, yeah, my buddy says to Keith Van Horn in front of like everyone. Keith Van Horn's there, and he's like, you guys go against the spirit of what the NBA Hoop It Up stands for. He goes, it's supposed to be just a fun competition. And uh, my buddy goes, you know, you were really good at Utah, man, but you've been a big bust in the NBA, bro. <laughs> Van Horn just looks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> well, so I, later in the same day, one of my teammates took a, took a basketball, didn't like the call, right? There's referee, man. He didn't like the call. He punted the basketball like a football, except it bounced like through other people's courts and stuff. Yeah, interrupted their game. Yeah, yeah. Like we were, we were like uh, you guys were a disgrace to the tournament. Yeah, as Keith Van Horn said, I brought out the worst in us. <laughs> we, it's we, always like that though, because I I played men's league hockey. You always get that goof that still thinks he still got it. Like uh, the, my buddy's on defense. He's a string bean. He just rips off his helmets, beats the crap out of him. You know what our problem was? Get in a fight in a men's league game. You know what the problem? Our problem was was uh, we were too tall. We were getting put in too elite of competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 24 levels at an NBA hoop it up, starting with one, the tights. 
two. You know what I yeah. mean? Media Stooge, twelve. You know what I mean? Media. It's like I want to go in the media yeah, Stooge. Yeah, media Stooge. Like, I'll just <laughs> there's different like levels. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Twenty four levels is a lot. And we were in level seventeen. That's which pretty was, good. Yeah, which is just a little too high. Yeah. I'm not a level 17 You're, you're above Media Stooge at 12? How about yeah. we put you in the 14, 15? No, level? it makes a yeah. big difference. Put it this way, dude. I played against a guy that played at Florida Atlantic. What yeah. the hell am I getting? College beat, players? Dude, the guy, they beat a 16-4. It was first to, uh, to 16. We lost 16-4 to these guys. No, I think it was 16-2. And... Yeah. Uh, they, they trash-talked us so much, and uh, I actually tripped the dude, this dude, man. They called him uh, 250 because he weighed 250 pounds. <laughs> I tripped the guy, and he, he said, if you did that to me on the street, I'd kill you. So, so <laughs> I if, I, now, if I tell you the real story, we played these three white guys, and they were all nice before. They were like, yeah. oh, man, we're just here for fun. Let's have some fun. We haven't played. They take off their track suits, man. They got, like, matching uniforms. They're doing box out, pick and rolls. Like, they're fundamental <laughs> white guys. Cam, they beat us, like, 16 to 4. All right? It was embarrassing. It was our first ever game in the NBA Hoop It Up. I was like, holy shit, man. Like, we're out of place here. Like, we shouldn't have even come. This is embarrassing. 16-4. Then we watch these guys play these black guys. The brothers beat them 16-4. Then we had to play the brothers. You got, was like, you got smoked. We were like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No. We you went, played, played better against dude, them? I played the game of my life. I went full street, started elbowing, tripping, talking smack. Uh, we lost 16-8. All right. Respectable. Gave us a little confidence. I told the dudes after, the brothers after, I said, I'll see you on Sunday in the finals. <laughs> but he started laughing. He goes, man, if you see you Sunday in the finals, man, he goes, then, uh, you know, I'll lose 100 pounds. And they're all laughing at me and stuff like that. We made it to the finals. You did? Yeah. We scratched, fought, clawed. Uh, and this is what I'm not proud of. It was first to 16 or 20 minutes. We milked the clock. Smart. We got up. We got stuck at like 12. We milked the clock for a good nine minutes. Good strategy. They actually filed a complaint <laughs> with Keith Van Horn. Oh, yeah, like, uh, I'm pretty much banned from the NBA Hoop It Up. They stopped doing it. Probably because of people like me. Exactly. I'm giving this guy a choice, Cam, all right? This is the definition of a fighter. I'll fight you anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Giving him a choice. We can, we can play tennis in Las Vegas, August 24th through 26th. We can play in Vancouver mid-July, or we can play in Toronto in um, in uh, early August. As your radio co-host and uh, friend, I'm going to tell you, I think you want him on Toronto. I don't like that because Vancouver, you're going away. You meet people, drinks get involved. Yeah, exactly. And in Vegas, Vegas, once you start, oh, once, once you start the, the 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 daiquiri train in Vegas, I saw you before. Where's the bottles? We were shaking that guy down in Nikki Six's bar. Sorry, what was it? Vince uh, Fields. Sorry, the other one, the other guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, we I think they ran out of daiquiri mix with us. So you got to play. You no, know you you need to be hydrated. I saw Vince you got to play him here. Fitz Neal in the Vegas. Oh, the, yeah, he lent, his car? yeah, he lent his car. He lent his car to Marsha So for the day. He goes, don't worry, buddy. Just get a win. And then you see Marsha So pull up in the car before the game. Like, I got to hand it to Vince Neal the there. Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the Vegas Golden Knights supercar, man. It is. It's actually beautiful. You know, he paid for that. How much? Our, you know, I say, you know how he paid for that. How? All the drinks that we bought at his yeah. car. <laughs> At least least the customizing and the decals. Don Don Johnson paid for that uh, decal. Uh, Shout out to Don Johnson out there. Hey, don't worry, guys. You don't have to get on your plane. Let's party. I love that guy. The best is I love partying with him. And every time we're talking and stuff, I love a guy who rolls in with headphones. He's like, hey, and he'd put on some Rolling Stones. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. He he just loved to rock the headphones and the classic rock in the sports book. Yeah, that's great. We're hanging in the sports book (laughs) with this guy's watching the games. He's he's got headphones on, but he's talking, but he's rocking to the headphones at the same time. Yeah, listen, I, you got to hand cop. it to Don Johnson though. He just met you, and I remember you were like, "Can I borrow a couple hundred dollars?" Hey, anything for you, buddy. He's like, "I wish people would be like that with the horse." Like he was giving money away. He was. Yeah. I got to hand it to Don Johnson. Very generous. No, you're right. Him and Sonny Vega both saved me because yeah, if, if you recall, I, I recall everything. I wanted to get a bet in, 
but I had all my money in tickets. It's all tied up with the Michigan game. And I said, all right, listen, and look, remember the game? I was like, look, man, I need eight points in four minutes here. It's going over the number. So I said, can I get the 200 now, and I'll give you the ticket. Yeah. Donnie Johnson. The best is poor Don Johnson comes up to me after. He goes, the ticket only paid 182. <laughs> He's the best. So, yeah, sorry, Don. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go, here's, uh, we, we, here's, here's the extra 20. Uh, but we've got our own problems because even though I feel bad for DeMar DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan makes $25 million a year. I'm going to be honest with you. Dude's got $168 million. I don't feel bad for him. So you lost. You got beat up. You're a professional athlete with a big wallet. If anybody should feel bad for anybody, you should feel bad for me and Cam and all the other owners of uh, Conflict Diamond, yeah, we're our, getting, we're, we're our getting, racehorse. We're getting fleeced. It's pretty much... Our horse is a lot like the Raptors going into last night. We're down three games to none. The effort seems to be getting worse and worse. Um, you know, we want to fire trainers, coaches. Like, we've already done it. We've already changed. <laughs> like, we've done, like, that's the equivalent. Like, we've changed barns. <laughs> you know what I mean? Our horse is not even worth the value of, like, an 88 Ford Tempo. <laughs> he used to be kind of a mid-range Camry. Like around eleven thousand, you know, he can get you around town. Now, 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 now he's a junker. It's brutal. Yeah, so he's got he, no legs. To 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 put this uh, bluntly, yeah, we have a ten thousand five hundred dollar horse that um, probably it, another seven to eight thousand dollars was sunk into. Correct. And uh, we now have an offer for about a quarter of that. And I feel bad for the other investors, like guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like these guys ponied up, ponied up the cash. Well, we're not getting anything for the pony. This really is like the worst thing that I've ever been involved with. Yeah. Basically, the way I look at it, it was almost like a story we see on American Greed where we met a guy at like a golf tournament and, oh, wait, I got a can't-miss business venture you guys are in. But the, the difference between that is he only hits us once. The horse hits us every Tuesday and Sunday night. We got a better chance of going to a carny, uh, a carnival. Yeah, grifter and, club, yeah. And with you. Dealing with carnies and tossing like rings. Ring toss. So, yeah. Hey, the bowling ball that stays up on the ramp. Big basketball, little hoop. The horse racing industry is um, a bottomless pit of despair for us. <laughs> then you see other families that just keep on raking so it. Basically, oh. <laughs> so basically, this is it's like the bet. It's like the cash-out option. We can cash out for 25% uh, right now, or we can hang on and hope that our team comes back miraculously and, uh, and wins. Yet, even if he comes back and wins, his value will only really go, go up. to like 5,000, yeah. 55 tops. Maybe six. Hate to say it. It's not like, you know, because he won, won, you know, runs one race. People are going to be running to us. Oh, I'll give you $8,000 right now. Doesn't work like that. No. We're out, Gabe. All these other owners of these horses have their own problems. And remember, you te- you, you, the thing that you brought up to me earlier when the conversation got even more depressing if he if his knee hurts and he doesn't run, we still even though we have a better deal with the stable we're at now, we still got to pay this guy when he doesn't run for the week, we get nothing, and then we still got to pay this guy because he's got to live to eat and hang out with his horse buddies. Well, the uh, the horse racing industry blows. I think we're about to uh, break <laughs> up uh, with you. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, gone was the day we had one beautiful night. Yeah. When we'll we're always at the have Georgia. We'll always have Georgia. And, we'll no one, have and Georgia we didn't nice. go to the race to get the picture. It would have been the one thing we could. It would have been a four thousand dollar picture of me, you, and the gang and the horse. The one we didn't go. The only way races we went to is when he finished sixth. God, we're such idiots. Yeah, we never saw him uh, <laughs> win that one race by nine lengths. Gary Guy was going bananas, and Conflict Diamond pulls I think, away. I think I saw him finish in fourth place, maybe. Yeah, fourth and sixth. Uh, yeah. Like you said, we won one race. We weren't there. And, um, yeah, we all, we'll always have that memory, but I'd rather have the money than the memory. So would I. <laughs> I know. What? Like the memory. An extra 6500 Give me the money. Yeah, the, the memory doesn't equate the, uh, the money. <laughs> Resort, Party though. resort. Never yeah. been there. We've been to Mike Dicka's resort, though. <laughs> In Orlando. Yeah, quite the resort. <laughs> quite the resort. 
Every home looks. It's basically they use the term resort yeah. very, very loosely. They sure do. <laughs> the best is how the staff all have Ditka shirts, and the best is when we went around. Like it is the craziest place because every single villa looks the same. Like it's the exact oh. same kitchenette look. Like if you get, we were only there for like one night, and we had to find each other like five hundred units, man. It was like finding a needle in a haystack. It would take a lot for me to go back to Orlando. I agree. Like somebody it, would have to pay for us. Yeah, I'm like, not paying one. Nah, but cent even there. if you had like free whatever, free trip there, I'd be like, eh. If you make a free hit trip and hotel, I'd go back. For, I think I think we can make it work. We can go to U, a UCF game, have some fun. Yeah, I, you're right. I'm not, I'm, I'm, but I'm not paying out of my own pocket. To go good back point. To Orlando. We weren't we weren't in downtown Orlando. No, we we were in the sticks. Yeah, like that one bar that we went to when we were we were basically flagging down rides that we couldn't get and when i got uh when i got jacked at the at the walk-in uh, drive-thru by the cops because i they wouldn't let me in the restaurant i don't know what you're supposed to do then if the restaurant's locked but they're yeah, still serving anybody, in the drive-thru anybody, i should not have been in uh, put in the car if anybody's tuning in right now from orlando tell us like uh you know if it's sell us if it's true or not like does orlando really suck that hard or are we are we wrong we could be wrong. Like we, we were there for one night. You know, day, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we, we had fun with Coach Ditka. When you interviewed and stuff, we had some good laughs. Yeah, but that was on a golf uh, course. Actually, it was that, that, well, it was the there, resort. Because yeah. yeah. our boss didn't pay for the tickets to get us to the golf course in time. We were late for the tournament. Yeah. Well, but Ditka we still shut down to the, to the tournament early, too. It was too hot. Man, you saw Ditka's face. That's where, you, that's where we learned the trick. Actually, Mike Ditka taught us one thing about the cold ice towel. Because his face was, like, more purple than mine. Like, it was a different shade of Cabernet Sauvignon. Like, he came back from that golf, golf course game. I looked at Ditka. I'm like, he's going to blow. Like, he was purple. And then, man, he that sun really beat him down. It is one thing, though, that, um, you know, we can at least take to our grave. We can say, you know, we got drunk with Mike Ditka. We did. Not a lot of people can say that. I agree. I think it's uh, – that's A lot of people that would love – imagine, like, a diehard Bear fan man, would love it, to get drunk with Mike Ditka. Well, when you were interviewing, remember all the handlers? Like, all the people were like, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just, like, kind of a crazy situation because the coach was, like, kind of, like, drunk and beat down, and Morency was on fire, and you were talking about those old Bear sweaters that they used to yeah, have. Yeah. And, and remember his handlers were like, yeah, I like this guy. I like this bald guy here. Like, they were going wild for you. We were all wasted. The drinks were flowing. We had Actually, I'm going to tell you, for a few hours or Orlando was a lot of fun until we left the area. Yeah, but, you know, we just, yeah, we went to the nearest bar, bar which was in yeah. some little strip mall. Yeah, we didn't get the taste of uh, the real Orlando. No, I no, I'm sure, like, Orlando, there's it's got to yeah. be better than we, what we We've saw. been harsh to it because we haven't seen the good part. But we also didn't really have a great time in Miami, Florida, either. No, we didn't. You know, so, so honest, yeah, Florida's like, not, you're, not, you're 0 for 2. To like, be I love Tony, like, in Jacksonville, but Florida's been rough to us. You're right. Like, we've done, we've done like, a lot of we've trips. We've done Miami and, and Orlando. They're not our type of places. Yeah, neither of them I'm in a rush to go back to. <laughs> like, to be honest. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's too bad, too, because it's cheap to get to Florida. Oh, I know. And, and, and the weather's nice. And I'll tell you, but living in Florida is cheap, too. I know. I know. But no, the listen, problem is, it's Florida. Listen, man. Griff, Richard Griffin, our buddy, goes down for the Blue Jays spring training, right? Lisa met him down there. They were staying at Bars Morency. $1 drinks. I know. $1.50. Happy hour. $2. Like, they're giving food and drink away. She said you couldn't even, like, you can couldn't even walk for under 50 bucks. If You're I paying was, $10 a drink if here. I $12 was, a drink. If I was going to move to Florida, I Jacksonville? think. Jacksonville? Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's my uncle lives outside of Tampa. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. You've got the race, lightning, a lot of things you can do. Um, it's like the uh, the home of uh, death metal and heavy metal. Like uh, they're into heavy, heavy metal there. There's more strip clubs uh, in Tampa Bay than there are churches, actually per capita. It's like the strip club capital of America. Tampa Bay's racy. Yeah. So exactly, it's the pirate. They have like a pirate parade. Yarr, yarr. And I like that. Go drink the gruel. Oh, the grog. Yeah, yeah. the gruel and the grog. Give, yeah, give yeah. me some grog. Yeah, all that, that, that type of stuff. Eat <laughs> gruel and drink grog. That's right. Eat gruel, drink grog. That, that was Tapper when they yeah. we went to the bar. She's like, "Screw you, He's Tapper." Like, Are you serving gruel? Yeah, yeah, grog and grog, grog and gruel. <laughs> The hell is this? That's the best. He shut them down. It was a pirate bar. And he turned it into a corporate bar. She yeah. goes, "Screw you, Tapper." A week later, back to the pirate bar. Yeah, she went back <laughs> to the pirate. They bar. went bankrupt. I like though. Tapper got his revenge at the end. Yeah, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, I see they didn't listen to me." And he goes, uh, "And I heard they're living in uh, in her mother's basement." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm Red Heat. He's Rage. Yeah. we're both stupid idiots. 
Yeah, we got to. When you give yourself the Barry Harwitz pat on the back, I got to give myself uh, the ice cold loser award for uh, Dylan Bundy last night. That was fun. I'm coming back on the train. I thought it was like a misprint. I'm a seven, ten, nothing, ten, nothing Royals after the first. Yeah, I was <laughs> no <on> outs. <laughs> He gone. I was on uh, Dylan Bundy uh, last oh, night as well. God, man. But hey, coming off the heels of, of course, uh, me liking. Uh, <laughs> that could have been the worst DFS like coming individual off the heels ever. Of course, of me liking Homer Bailey uh, earlier in the week. Don't, don't really listen. I don't pretend to be the best Major League uh, Baseball DFS uh, expert. It's tough. Normally, my pitching. Uh, selections are very are rock solid like i always find those diamonds in a rough for cheap that everyone laughs at and seven yep. strikeouts and one run uh, earned only but uh, last night it backfired and i believe dylan bundy actually wasn't just bad cam he was like historically bad last night and it was actually bothering me all night like i was actually embarrassed number one yeah. that we didn't i didn't bet i think you did bet on the mariners uh yeah i did number two that we didn't we didn't give James Paxton coming off the six. We talked game, about it too. Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> we didn't pull the trigger. No, James we, Paxton we, was amazing. We we talked about it. So Dylan yeah. Bundy gives up a, a modern uh, baseball uh, record. Uh four home runs. Four home runs uh in in the first inning. You or I could do that. Yeah. No, do you there was a stat that I, said you know what? I think I think actually I think uh well I don't know, I couldn't get through an inning though. I was going to say they wouldn't be able to hit four home runs off of me because I wouldn't give them pitches to hit. Like, I'd be bouncing balls. that be like, i got to be honest be... with you. We could only probably throw about 60-something anyway. Yeah. So they're going to look at it. And once they get a time for it, I hate to say it, Marenzi, we would, I don't think we'd record it out. It would, it would have to be like he'd have to like just, just miss it a bit. Like, it would have to be pure luck. Like I'm, I'm, I'd have to like, line drive it right at somebody. Like remember our boy Cohen says he could get a hit off that uh, softball chick when you did that that, that, that did, test. That didn't work out. No, well it didn't it. work out. So I'm not willing to go on the air and say we could get uh, get somebody out. I don't think we yeah, can. Remember in the old days, we used to actually get things done. We'd say, you know, we should do something like that, and we actually did do it and filmed it. Yeah, we actually it on, did it. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know if you heard the. Um, you heard the story, uh, Cam, that broke uh, last night about Matt Patricia, the uh, head coach of the Detroit uh, Lions. My former Patriots coordinator, Beard. Yeah, I don't, the Beard. Know, I don't know why they hired the dude in the first place. He's actually, like, he. I hate to say this, he kind of looks too, like, uh, how do I, I say, like, uh, when you look at the other coaches, like Thomas Sulu, like, you know, like, kind of greasier and whatever. Like, Matt Patricia just kind of looks like he's a, like, should be living in a trailer park, not coaching the Detroit Lions. Is, is that too rough? Or, like, or, like, he just doesn't look like a football coach to me. Oh, I don't know, man. He might not be coaching the Detroit Lions <laughs> very long, though. He looks like just a like like a hipster you'd see at like a bakery. You know, he's good with the big beard. I I, I don't get. I don't know what's going on. All right, so if you guys are unaware, Lions coach uh, Matt Patricia, it uh, it was a story last night. We're part of the the B two movement right now, man. And oh, basically, oh, touchy touchy. Uh, not only touchy touchy, but uh, he was actually charged with sexual assault. Really. Charged um, the Detroit Lions have put their full support behind uh, head coach uh, Matt Patricia, but admitted they uh, failed to uncover a sexual assault allegation against him when researching uh, his background. And he never told him about it. Uh, the charge stems from an allegation against Patricia when he was in college in 1996. That's a long time ago. It never went to court after the alleged victim said she could not face the pressures or stress of a, of a uh, trial. The victim claims that she was uh, basically um, assaulted by Matt Patricia and two of his friends in a hotel room on spring break. Wow. In when, 1996? Yeah. Uh, we're in 2018. Like that's, that's 24 years later, though. You're bringing these, and it just happens before, like, uh, the NFL season's going to start a couple months before. It's kind of interesting timing. It's the type of thing, though, that you probably you – need to distance yourself from that you got to disclose yeah 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 i know yeah exactly you're not donald trump you don't get to keep no. secrets <laughs> no you're matt patricia <laughs> well you know when they're hiring you it's like listen like is yeah. there any sort of skeletons in your closet yeah, yeah. you know yeah. yeah you just say listen you tell them no there was no, no one in charge there was an allegation but it never went to court right and it was it was this time ago um Basically, Marenzi, you're saying, though, just put your cards out on the table. It's probably better for you in the long run, even though it's going to suck. The team said that it uh, did investigate uh, 
it did investigate his information, but they only looked to see if he had a criminal conviction. However, it turns out it only takes 30 seconds to look at a public uh, records database to see Matt Patricia's name comes wow. out. So he's in the system. Like um, At a press conference, Matt Patricia uh, appeared to suggest in Detroit News reporting was the personal attack. I find it unfair and upsetting that someone bring up this claim over two decades later for the sole purpose of hurting me and my family. I was innocent then and I'm innocent now. Patricia then would not comment on whether he had sex with the alleged victim and did not clarify whether he had told the Lions or not or his previous team, the New England Patriots. Well, the Patriots don't care. <laughs> exactly. Um, as far as the interview uh, uh, process is concerned, there was nothing I didn't answer. Yeah, so in other words, you didn't bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, a joint statement from the Lions. Uh, they're saying... Uh, his case was dismissed by the prosecutor at the request of a complaining individual prior to the trial. As a result, Coach Patricia never had the opportunity to present his case or clear his name publicly in a court of law. He's denied there was any factual basis for the charge. There was never a settlement or an agreement with the complaining individual. No money was ever exchanged. There is no confidentiality agreement. All right. Um... I'll tell you. It's one of those things, man. It sounds like you could accuse you you could accuse of somebody of something doing something like that that many years ago. I hate to say it, Marenzi. They don't really have they, they have no case. By the by the sounds of things here. Like the person did not ask for any any they never went to a trial, no package, no anything, right? You know what I mean? Like you might not like the man or whatever. And that's the thing with the Me Too movement. If you're a bad guy and you do stuff to women, I want to see you do hard time, but like, a lot of the time, people are coming out with vendettas and putting people in really bad situations, man. Like, you got to get the whole story before you want to ruin somebody's life. I don't really think that's uh, that's cool if you don't know the whole thing. I, I, I can't even really make a comment because we weren't there. That's the whole thing. I'm These not going to make a comment. Always... Yeah, like, look, we don't know. Was he greasy with the girl? Was she wasted and said, hey, let's party? Like, I have, I have no idea what's going on, right? So these things are very delicate. Are we live? <laughs> We're live, buddy. Are we live? <laughs> Are we? Are we? <laughs> I got to tell you, man. What what an hour, man! We got people locked in the uh, underground hour. parking lot. I don't know. Sorry, I, I haven't been at, I haven't been at the studio in a while, but uh, yeah, it's been quite a, yeah. uh, a quite <laughs> a twelve to sixteen hour <laughs> run here at Melrose Place Studios. And smoke coming out your ears, and in the computer ports. <laughs> I don't even know where to but start. But you're handling it better, buddy. Am I? I'm pacing. For those of you who are wondering right now, like I am not. Uh, I'm not yeah. sitting down. I'm actually sort of standing and uh, got the shakes. I'm pacing like Dwayne Casey used to before he got fired. Exactly. Poor guy. But uh, nevertheless, you know what? Dwayne Casey's going to be just fine. Oh, Dwayne definitely. Casey's not in the computer hell that I'm in. So we all know about uh, the Apple, the MacBook Pro, the legendary MacBook Pro that's been uh, producing. Top quality content that hasn't won me an award anywhere, but uh, it's been top quality content nevertheless, award winning in my own mind. It's been a magical computer. Now, the thing with Apple is, it's not, you know, the Apple, the hardware is good, but basically, I'm too metal for Apple, literally and figuratively. So, what happened uh, was, we've been wondering the last two Apples that we've had, we went to the Apple shop this morning. And uh, it turns out that uh, they've been overheated to Ooh, the point uh, where there's molten metal inside. Like lava in the computer. It's hot. Yeah, the, the mag port, the magnetic port has been singed. Magna, magma. So the guy tells me, the guy tells me, uh, he goes, well, you know, I said, you know, well, it's singed. I said, you guys are selling like, uh, you're selling toys here, man. <laughs> He's like, oh, well, you know, you must have leave it in plugged in too long. I said, I leave it in plugged in too long because if it doesn't, if it's not plugged in, then the battery dies. <laughs> he said, do you mind uh, if I ask what you do for a living? Like, well, what does that matter, <laughs> what I do for a living? <laughs> the hell does that mean? I, I, I swear to God, man, I've given my password this. Like, the only thing they haven't gotten from me is like a DNA sample, these people today. I've gone through Google, Skype, password, this. So anyway, the MacBook Pro, it's not dead. It's in a coma. It's $174 to revive. 
And, uh, yeah, I thought it, uh, yeah, so uh, basically I thought I was going to have a heart attack last night. Uh, it just basically melted and died, except, uh, like I stated, it could be revived for $200 seven days from now. Well, we can't go seven days without having a computer, now can we? So, you know, being Johnny on the ball, I wake up early in the morning. I'm the first one at the Apple store to see if I can salvage the, the computers. If not, and I told the guy, I'm like, I need a computer now. He's like, well, you want me to show you some? I'm like, God, no. I'm like, no, I'm getting the hell out of this Apple store. So I end up with this uh, this new HP. Yeah. Hewlett Packard. Yeah, I know I know Hewlett Packard, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. Aren't they, aren't they like bankrupt now? <laughs> Didn't that ugly chick, Carly Fiorina, like put him out of business? <laughs> well, I'm just saying what Donald Trump said. Who's going to vote for a face like that? It was like they bring Carly Fiorina, that chick, on like shows for like expert advice. Yeah, like, exactly. chicks lost more to Cleveland Browns. Exactly. He's never won an election. Ran <laughs> HP into the ground. So nevertheless, uh, this HP computer is actually—I don't know. You know, we just got it a couple hours ago. Hey, so we got the computer a couple hours ago, and um, I'm very concerned. Very, very concerned. Um, and we'll get to the fact that uh, I never have a chick here, and suddenly I've had a chick here for the last 72 hours, which happened to be yeah. the most stressful 72 hours <laughs> pretty much in the 47 years of my life. All right? Uh, so, and oh, yeah, she just got locked in, the, in, I, in, in a parking garage. Yeah, I, 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 I called me yeah. in a sheer panic at about 4.01 as we're starting a radio show. That wasn't starting! What's this, the 13th time we bumped Steve Merrill on this show? What is it, every damn Friday? I told yeah. you before. I've said it again. I'll say it a million times. Fridays suck. If you like Friday, you suck. Friday's becoming quickly the worst Friday's day of the week. terrible. Yeah, it is. Looking for you. Friday, oh, big party. You got to run around in traffic. You got to run run down to Oakley, pimp some pizza. I know, this. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the check's not good. You know, I, I, got a, I got more problems. Yeah, so... Hey, I'm like, At least I right. helped her out of the. I got I got the concierge to get her out of the underground. So my, that was that was good. My deal is like, listen, all that matters is we do the radio show at four o'clock today. I don't care what it costs. And for the record, this cost me four hundred dollars. All right. <laughs> like I got this. I gotta computer be honest with you. To do this show today, four hundred bucks. Pretty, pretty good. Machine. I know what I'm. A, so far, well, let's yeah, not let's yeah. not praise this thing. That's okay. like uh, giving a court. That's like. Uh, <laughs> Giving Ryan Fitzpatrick a $25 million contract because <laughs> he beat the Jets. All right, let's not praise this HP too much yet. All right, It's caused me a lot of grief already, to be honest. So, listen, I go I go to the store this morning shopping for a computer. I hate shopping. I hate people. I hate malls. I hate stores. I hate society. All right? So there I am in society in a damn Apple store at 10 in the morning. Yeah, because that's where Gabriel Morency wants to be. Oh, yeah, that was great. So I go get this HP Packard computer, and I'm like, does it do this? Does it do that? I'm dealing with, like, a 19-year-old chick, man. Like, she can't even get a drink in a bar, <laughs> let alone tell me about this computer. <laughs> so I call her bluff. I'm like, listen, I need to know. So I basically yeah. told her, listen, we're doing a video yeah. right now. Yeah. She's standing there. I actually did a video with her in the store. I'm like, I'm kicking it with this chick here at Best Buy. <laughs> and I said, I want to see it work with yeah. the audio. So it did work. I'm like, all right, you did a great job. Did a great job. And she's like, oh, anything, you know. So, so far, so good. Get the, I get the computer. I get back home. First things we got to do, you guys that uh, tune in here, we're, you know, we're often in different cities. Yep. There's massive control and different oh. guests are everywhere. Everywhere's different. So... And how do we sound so crystal clear like a radio remote uh, because of the system that yes. George uh, has? Our boy George, great guy. He's got a great uh, remote uh, system. But it's a little tricky. Got to download it. Yep. You know, got to go through a lot you, of things. You need pros to go through that yeah, thing. But I'm, George is a pro. The guy should be a kindergarten yep. teacher. He walks like he can walk a monkey across a highway. I got to be honest with you, Marenzi, my $20 computer, it needs George's touch. Your $20 computer needs to be thrown off my balcony. <laughs> It's a piece slow, of crap. Slow down. It's no, that's oh, a, we're gonna God. we're gonna get to your computer in a minute. That's oh, okay. a, like that that thing sucks, yeah. hard. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. It just I, does. I, I tried to help. It just does. I know you did. I appreciate it. 
All right, so I get the HP Packard. I get it back here, and I'm like, all right, all right, we got to get this program downloaded for the radio show. People already think I'm an idiot that my computer blew up in the middle of a podcast last night. So I got to, you know, I'm like, man, Cardano's going to have a heart attack, this guy. I'm like, I was thinking of you, Mike. I'm like, you know, and Lou my own. I'm like, you know, what's going on with Morenzi? This guy's melting down. He's throwing vacuum cleaners, and now he's not even on the air because the computers keep breaking. So I'm like, all right, we're getting a new computer. You know, we're on top of this. Shelled out 460, whatever the hell. No, it was 400. 350 plus the tax, plus transportation. Oh, yeah. And effort. <laughs> all right. So I get the computer. I'm like, all right, we got to get this program. So we coordinate it with George in Boston. And George's on top of it. Great guy. Yep. Boom. We get through it. Bam. It's a pleasant, pleasant conversation. Uh, with George. Nice and smooth. It took about 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I need. I really need to talk to George. Like Trump says, uh, some uh, some uh, locker room talk. <laughs> you just don't touch that computer. That's another thing. Now, the sound's bad. Cam's, now, like, Cam's, thought... look, Cam's looking for, like, the golf leaderboard. Now no, he's got, like, video. I was actually, up. no, I was talking, like, story about Blake Bortles. Pretty, pretty Blake, loud. Blake Bortles. Uh, Someone's trying to stole it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, don't, worry, don't worry about Blake Bortles, all right? <laughs> got our own problems here. <laughs> It's like Dwayne Casey. <laughs> Don't worry about him. I got like I'm about to have a heart attack here. Dwayne Casey's fine. He's got a nice wife. He's got money. He's got he, a house. What the hell he, do I have? Exactly. I got an ex-girlfriend that's locked in a uh, underground, <laughs> locked in a park. I got to be honest with you. That concierge handled it quite well it too. I gave him the, my number. We went down. Everything went nice and smooth. So I get the computer back. Everything's fine, but you can't log into anything, dude. Skype won't let me in. Yeah, I, G- Gmail, Google. Oh, you got a. Ver- this, verify that. I just went into my Gmail and it's got your face in my face. <laughs> <Dude. laughs> no, I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting like I'm getting like text messages and code this and code that to sign in. Someone's trying to sign in. It's like it just every time you get a new computer, you have to go through this That's, crap. Yeah, you do. So I gotta go through all this crap. I'm really, 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 really getting upset. I log into YouTube. Dude, I've been on YouTube for years. I was on YouTube last night. <laughs> All right, go to YouTube. They're like, "Welcome to YouTube." I'm like, "What do you mean, welcome to YouTube? <laughs> like, what difference does it make if I'm on a new computer? computer? I'm in my account. account." Exactly. And it says, "Since you're uh, on a new device, what the hell does that mean? I must wait 24 hours to use YouTube." <laughs> so that basically, like, really, like, nearly put me like over the top. Yep. As, you know, Cam came in here, and uh, basically you heard me. Nothing like spending an hour and a half uh, on a conference call with a dude from uh, Costa, Costa Rica, Rica yeah, that's that. breathing very heavily and coughing into my ear. Actually, he did. Like, usually oh, usually like, you can give me the sign. Just no, the no, mic he was way no that, that guy sounded like he was on a respirator. Like, you're, that, that was some hard breathing. Yeah. That was sexual breathing. Yeah. And I'm telling <laughs> this guy. Sexual breathing. And it was the same crap. He's telling me, you know, I'll download yeah. this, and you got to yeah. do this for that. And. I'm like, dude, I got to go. I'm like, I got a radio show to do in a couple of minutes. I got to (laughs) go. Right? (laughs) So I'm really about to snap at this point. Like, I'm I'm actually starting to shake. But it's not over yet. Like, it's not even like, you know, not this isn't even joke rage or like funny rage or anything like that. This is like, I was already on the verge of having like a, a meltdown, like, yeah, I'm on the edge. That's the thing. I'm on the edge. I can tell like when you're, when you're raging or whatever, but. It's different now because yeah, you got is, the yeah. shakes. Like when your hands, like basically, you look, you look like a guy that like used to drink like a couple forties yeah. a day that got yeah. off the sauce, and now you're like, oh my god, help me! Like I've never seen a man shake. I like think that I could before. fight in the UFC right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if this is like if I was ever going to be in the cage, now, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. somebody said, Moran, see, you're give, up. Give if me. you want the fight in five minutes, yeah. you're in. I'd be like, all right, let's just go. I agree. Let's just do this. You, you get, you know what, I, I see you going hard for like a good minute and just going I'd bonkers. Get killed, yeah. I'd come in here. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I get killed. No. All right, so. But that's not the West part yeah. of the story. You didn't finish when you yeah. got off the phone from Costa Rica. Right, then so, what happens? Your phone's so going. So like, dee 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 and we, we got the radio show to do. Basically, two minutes away, my phone's blowing up. I'm going to do it on Costa, uh, Costa Rica. Now, listen, we already tested the system earlier in the day. 
Thumbs up? Thumbs up. It was fine. Well, dude, there was a pleasant experience with George. Bam! We were on the air. You know, long story short, the, the moral of the story is, is, story is everything's Florio's fault. <laughs> it's all your fault, Mike. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> poor Florio. It's not his fault. It's not. He's, he's, doing, he's doing the best you he know, can. He? We're all get, we're, no, we're all getting beat down, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's constant. Mike Florio is a great guy. Gabe, we're Bills fans. We can't betray each other. No, yeah, no, no, you said it, Flory. I don't know what me and that Ray, saves you. I don't know what I don't know what we did as as human beings. Like 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 I'm helping gate like the people in underground parking lots holding the door for old ladies, and just we can't catch a break these days. I don't know what's going on. Somebody said to me uh, about an hour ago, Mike, is there anybody else in the room with better IT knowledge than you? Hey, I was look, about look, to jump look. through the screen and like kill the guy. The answer's not me. I told the guy. I said, "Listen, it's not IT knowledge, all right? <laughs> it's the damn like oh, yeah. So, so yeah, we were good to go. And finally, so after all this, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown, complete like breakdown. Cam's uh, here. I have a uh, a lady friend that's uh, here that I haven't seen in years. It just popped up in a pop-in surprise. Surprise. Visit. Here for the last two, three days. Yes. Yes. Just to add to my chaos, she decides to leave, like, basically as the show's starting. It's like, I'm, like, in a full panic mode. She's like, all right, see you. I'm going to go yeah. now. It's like. She was of, she was very lovely to you. She yeah. could tell you were stressed out. She actually was caring. Yeah. So it was just bad timing. Yeah. 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 No, like, stressful timing. Yeah, it's bad timing. So she splits. We start the radio. We're about to start the radio show. And then uh, suddenly there's a technical difficulty. Yeah. So, suddenly there's a technical difficulty. Out of the blue, there's another technical. It's not even on us, but people, of course, online. Ooh, Marenzi. Yeah. If anyone says anything about me online right now, I swear to God, I'm going to ban you, I'm going to block yeah. you, and I'm going to find out your address. i got to be honest with you, too. What are the odds of, two somebody leaving at that time and getting locked in an underground yeah. parking lot? Yeah, you got to understand, I- this girl gets <laughs> rattled easily. <laughs> So she leaves. I was the voice. We're starting the show. I'm like, all right, we're gonna do the show now. Whatever. We're doing the radio show. We're ready to go. Cam's like, is the system good to go? Mike Cardano's gonna step in in a second. Is the system good to go? Are we good? New computer? I'm like, we're good to go, man. So I spoke to George earlier. We're we're, we're, hell. I even did a test run. If anyone's wondering, like Mike Cardano, why? Well, why did you guys didn't do a test? Test I did. I called in. Ask Carton's guy, Chris. I spoke to uh, to the boys earlier in the day. Smooth. I called in at like 12, 30, 1 o'clock. Hey, guys, just wanted to do an early test to make sure everything was all right. He's like, you sound great. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll be ready at 4. See you later, guys. And then, uh, and then, and then. And then chaos. Yeah, and then, and then, of course, then my phone rings 32 times in a row. It's my ex-girlfriend, who's basically in near tears. Because she's locked in my condo parking uh, garage, trapped. I'm freaking trapped. You got to come down. I know you have your show right now, but you, you can't. You told me I wouldn't get trapped in here. All weekend she's been bitching about getting trapped in a, in a parking garage. She ends up getting trapped down there. Send me. So, yeah, Cam, <laughs> Cam's like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I got to start either. the show. Gotta, we got to get her out of here. And then uh, I'm discussing with Florio, and he goes, listen, we have some static issues right now. <laughs> He goes, are you on Skype? I said, yeah, I'm on Skype. And the next thing I know, the show starts. <laughs> it's like, dude, I don't have any yeah, mics. Yeah, on. what's going I'm on? Like, oh, yeah, it was, it was quite, quite, the, uh, quite the adventure. But Listen to Game Time Decisions every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern.